You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the Go 24-7 podcast. Thanks for listening. The first college football playoff rankings are out, and we are going to discuss just that. I'm Billy Embody. With me, Sonny Ship. The number one team in the country is Ohio State. Number two, LSU. Number three, Alabama. Number four is Penn State. And so, look, that's your top four right now. The committee certainly gave some credence to strength of schedule with Clemson being number five and Georgia with where they stand being at number six as well. Sonny, what were your initial reactions when you saw LSU slide in at number two there? Correction, Wild Bill. It's the Ohio State number one. You cannot leave off the when you talk oh, about the boy. Buckeyes. Oh, <laughs> I have a good friend who's a big Ohio State fan, and that dude, <laughs> I, Corndog, always tells me that. But, uh, man, I mean, you know, going in, um, you know, going in, I thought that LSU, I thought that LSU would have uh, would have gotten the top spot. After listening to the committee's reasoning, I get it. Um, you know, I, I accept that, that, you know, Ohio State has looked dominant. And, uh, you know, in a lot of in many of their games. And, uh, you know, if you're looking at that picture, I do think that Texas losing to TCU is probably what uh, what catapulted Ohio State over LSU, Um, you know, because that's that was not a pretty loss. And especially when TCU lost the following week. Uh, So, you know, with with that said, LSU's number two, but hey, it doesn't matter whether they're number one or whether num- they're number two, because if they would have been number one and they lose this weekend, number one would have been an afterthought. If they're if they win this weekend, it doesn't matter because they'll jump Ohio State next week. Yeah, for me, I think when you when you look at that Texas loss, not or that Texas win by LSU, not even being counted right now as a marquee win. I think that's an interesting case because, all right, so if you if you follow college basketball, the committee always talks about, well, that best player was out for a month or whatever of the season when insert top 25 team lost, a, you know, lost two of five games or, or what have you. Texas is super banged up right now. I mean, they they are missing a handful of, of all conference starters that are just now returning to the team. So I think that loss at TCU and a close one at that uh, – it isn't kind of being given the right credence, I guess, in the in the in the college football playoff sense. Um, and I'm with you as, on that as kind of bad. Yeah, I, I don't I don't think that's being talked enough about. And and I hate injury excuses, like I really do. But when you go on the road in conference and you're missing a bunch of all conference guys and and a couple pros, that that's really really tough. And so uh, I don't think that's being brought up enough when you talk about Texas slipping from the top 25 ranks. And, and whether they should beat TCU or not, that, that's just kind of another story. And, and Texas has issues, no doubt. But I, I didn't think that was being talked enough uh, about. Now, when it comes to LSU's win at Texas, they were fully healthy. They were ready to go. I mean, that ball game, if, you, if you're sitting here looking at LSU and you're comparing them to Texas, that game, both of those teams were pretty darn even to me. And, and that was just a hell of a college football game. And so 
I don't see, and, and Texas has slipped, and I'm not trying to advocate for Texas being higher ranked or anything like that, but that game in terms of that vacuum was outstanding, and you could tell that both teams have talent and things like that. And, and so I don't think – they just kind of poo-pooed it, and that was kind of the biggest takeaway for me. And, and, and I think when you look at Ohio State, they've got that win over Wisconsin, which I, I think that's impressive. Uh, just knowing the type of football team and, and culture that Wisconsin has, you know, the win over Nebraska, like whatever, man. I mean, that that's that's just that um, beating Cincinnati, beating the breaks off of Cincinnati. I, I think, you know, even as somebody that keeps an eye on the AAC as much as probably anybody that, that's listening to this podcast, I, I think that's kind of expected. I, I don't think that's, you know, something that while they're in the top 25 should be viewed as just like this monumental thing. There's just certain teams that are so much better athletically and talent wise than, than those teams in the AAC that that's just kind of expected. Right. And, and so I, I think LSU should have been number one. I think anytime you, you go to a place like Texas and, and the way that team looked that night and you get that win, that's, that should be given value. Florida and Auburn, and you look at Auburn having the number three strength of schedule overall. Uh, I saw that one of the ratings in terms of strength of schedule said that Auburn being the number three team overall in terms of strength of schedule. I mean, that says a lot to me. And look, I mean, if Auburn goes and beats Georgia next week, which could certainly happen, is that all of a sudden now viewed as an even better win? Like, would that win be give the, the committee? You know, some thought to say, look, wow, that LSU win over Auburn is even more impressive now. That that should bump up to number one. But look, it doesn't matter. It's going to be number two LSU, number three Alabama on Saturday, two thirty Central on CBS in Tuscaloosa, College Game Day, SEC Nation. Everybody's going to be having eyes on that game, and whoever comes away with that win, it obviously going to be in the driver's seat to be in the college football playoff. Sonny, do you think it gives LSU the right to be the number one team in the country? Yeah, I don't think there's any question on that. And, and kind of, kind of uh, touching on what you said about te- about the the win over Texas, uh, probably not getting its due right now. I do think that that four weeks from now, that that win over Texas will look better and will carry a little more weight. I just think right now that loss to TCU is a little too fresh. Um, I'm with you. A healthy Texas team. Uh, you know, I think is a is a legitimate top twenty team. Uh, you know, maybe a uh, maybe a top fifteen team. Uh, you know, depending on where you're playing them at. And so, with that said, I do think that if LSU beats Alabama, that without question they will move up to number one. Um, I mean, there's it didn't sound like there was much of a discrepancy between Ohio State and LSU. Uh, listening to the committee chair uh, speak last night after they released the initial rankings. And so I don't think there's any question that a that a win bumps LSU up to that number one spot. The bigger question is, you know, what does a loss do for Alabama? And then what does a loss do for LSU? You know, I think that that's going to be the, you know, that that's the $64 million question that really uh, throws a kink into, uh, you know, into what could be uh, these, the rankings in three weeks from now. Yeah. And, and so for me, and I, I kind of use this as a little bit of a reasoning why I think LSU should be the number one team in the country 
if you have them at number two right now, you're basically saying, okay, we think LSU is the number two team in the country, but also that they're probably going to beat Alabama in our eyes. That's just my opinion. Because when you write, like, going into a matchup, you know, why, like, I get the resume and all that, but if you think Alabama is a better team, why would you not just go ahead and, and just rank them number two going into the contest? And so if you have that kind of mindset, if you think LSU is the number two team in the country and is better than Alabama and they're going to win on Saturday, why not just go ahead and give them their due for what they've put together on the field and make them the number one team in the country? Yeah, I I differ with you on that view because I think that the committee that – they place a lot of emphasis on what have you done? You know, who have you played? Who have you beaten? Who was missing? Uh, you know, those, those type of scenarios to where I don't think that they're trying to project ahead, you know, and that's just, and, and I could be totally wrong on that, but that's just my thinking. My thinking is that if they put Alabama number two and LSU number three, then that creates a firestorm because now all of a sudden, are you trying to predict uh, Penn State and Ohio State? when they play, you know, and so I, I think that they have to kind of, kind of, uh, you know, they have to have a set of parameters that they can point to and that they can use as evidence. And I think that, uh, you know, that, that putting Alabama number two and LSU number three, then you create a, you open up a whole can of worms by saying, well, we put Alabama number two because we think they're going to beat LSU on Saturday, you know, and, and I could be totally wrong on that, but I get your line of thinking. I can, you know, I, I see where you're coming from, but playing a little devil's advocate, that's how I look at it. Yeah, I hear you there. I, I just think it, when you look at the the rest of the rankings, and I don't think they matter as much for sure, but, and we're going to talk about that on the other side of the break, break kind of, you know, other teams in the top six and, and top 25, I guess. But when when you look at some of the, the teams that are ranked and where they're ranked in the top 25, I mean, who have you beaten just scre- you know, screams out to me like Navy. Like, why are you in, in the top 25? Like that team like that just, it, it doesn't make sense to me. And, and while like Minnesota hasn't beaten anyone, they're still undefeated. They have two lost teams ahead of them that, that also haven't played. Uh, in an overly impressive schedule. So I, I think they've got to get it right in terms of the the bottom half of it, even even though that might not be, it, it just doesn't even matter. I mean, in, in the grand scheme of things, for the most part, when it comes to having teams ranked, you know, a certain way in the, in the the from the 15 range to the 25. I, overall, I think they've got to get better in terms of looking at collective bodies of work throughout the entire top 25. But... We're going to talk a little bit more about kind of the rest of the rankings who might be able to rise up and move up and move into the college football playoff top four over the course of the rest of the season right after this quick break from the Go 24-7 podcast. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th 
Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome back to the Go 24-7 podcast. Thanks for listening. Quick reminder, guys, CBS All Access is now included in your 24-7 sports subscription. So if you subscribe to Go 24-7, you get that $100 value included with your membership to Go 24-7. If you want to try, Go 24-7 free for seven days. So get all of our coverage from the Alabama game for free. See how you like Go 24-7. You're also going to get a chance to try CBS All Access. Definitely encourage you to check that out. Sonny, when you look at the, the top teams in the country, who do you have as your top six right now? Um, I had LSU, I have LSU one, Ohio state two, uh, Alabama three, Clemson four, Penn state five, and then Georgia six. Um, you know, I didn't, I, uh, you know, the, the loss, I mean, the, the, the near loss that Clemson had to North Carolina, you know, I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not knocking them as, uh, you know, as bad as some are with that because North Carolina is not what North Carolina had been in the past. Uh, you know, they're they're not a they're you know they're they're not a bad club this year, and so uh, and, and then with Penn State, I'm just not ready to uh, you know I'm not feeling them quite as much as I am with Clemson, and I'm giving Clemson a little bit of the benefit of the doubt because they are the defending national champions. Um, you know, and, um, and everything that comes with that, but that's kind of where I am right now with that. What's yours? I've got number one, LSU for sure. Ohio state, number two, Alabama, number three, Penn state, number four. I've got Clemson number five, and then I've got Oregon number six over Georgia. And, and then, uh, kind of going on, I've got, uh, Oklahoma at, uh, at number eight. Uh, I, I think Oregon, their only loss right now is to Auburn on a neutral field in the final minute against a team that has the number three strength of schedule in the country can beat just about, I would say, any team on any given Saturday if they play uh, really well. And um, they've got a defensive line that that you know, can can carry the day. But look, Oregon went in and, and just barely lost that game on a neutral site. Since then, they've been one of the hottest teams in the country. They've got an NFL quarterback and Justin Herbert leading the way and say what you want about the Pac-12. But if Clemson's going to get knocked for their conference and, and kind of how bad the ACC is, you know, or they're at number five. Oregon's got a better loss than Georgia does, in my mind, to, to Auburn and, and uh, in the final minute, you know, without a doubt. And just the way they're playing right now, how dominant they are, I think they should be above the dogs. I think they'd win on a neutral site. Um, for me, I mean, I think Clemson is getting, you know, shat on just a little bit too much with their with their ACC schedule. They play Texas A&M. They'll play South Carolina. If you look at scheduling in the, in the out-of-conference, I mean, I, I have no complaints with what they've got. So, I mean, that's, that's kind of my team, uh, my group of teams right now. Um, and I, I think Ohio State's going to beat Penn State in the end, and so they'll kind of drop off. You'll see Clemson jump in. But it wouldn't shock me to see Oregon make it in uh, as a one-loss Pac-12 champion. Um, you know, whoever loses the LSU-Alabama game, I don't think has a chance right now to make the college football playoff unless you see a lot of these you know, teams that are in the pole position in their conferences 
uh, lose. And, and I, I like Oklahoma to win out. It'll be interesting to see kind of how this thing uh, goes. Yeah, and when you look at Oregon's schedule, I mean, it's pretty uh, – they've, they've got cake down the stretch. I mean, you've got Arizona. At, they have Arizona and Oregon State at home. They travel to Arizona State sandwiched in between uh, – sandwiched in those games. And so that's really not a tough slate. Uh, you know, you have the um, – obviously they have to get through the, uh, you know, through the Pac-12 championship. And, um, you know, I, I'm a – I feel a little bit different. Um, now, obviously, some things would have to happen. Oregon would have to lose. Um, Ohio State would have to lose. Penn State would have to lose. But I, I think when you look at when you look at the um, you know the remaining games and the teams that could have an impact on it, a close LSU loss, you know, to Alabama combined with Texas getting its act together and finishing, you know, potentially nine and three Auburn, you know, no worse than nine and three Florida, no worse than nine and three. Um, that could potentially, you know, set LSU up to where all of a sudden those wins look a lot better. Specifically, the Texas looks a lot better than it did in the first rankings release, and that that would be needed for LSU to make it. But I do think that I do think that LSU's resume, if they do have a close loss to Alabama, at Alabama, I do think that I don't think that they are going to be out of it by any means. Um, you know, and, and like I said, obviously a lot of stuff would have to happen. You know, we would have to look at you know look at everybody else's schedule in that top eight to top 10. Uh, but an LSU loss to Alabama compared to an Oklahoma loss to Kansas State, no comparison. You know, Oklahoma's not getting in in that scenario. So when you start, you know, once you, once you, get, once you get past, once you get to that Oregon and Utah level where it is right now, that's where, you know, that's where one, one or both of those teams have to be at two losses for a one loss LSU because the Pac-12, you know, they're going to have a, they're going to have an argument. They're going to have a, you know, a one loss Pac-12 team should be in. And so you have to eliminate that argument and get a two loss Pac-12 champion. I mean, Pac-12 team as your highest ranked team for a one loss LSU to get in. I don't think a one loss Alabama, if Alabama loses this weekend, I don't see any scenario that allows them uh, to make it to the playoff. You know, I, I just don't see that. I think when you look at their you, when you look at their schedule, when you look at um, you know when, when you take that into consideration, on top of losing at home to LSU, I just think that that just automatically eliminates them. Yeah, I agree, and and we'll talk a lot more about this every every Tuesday. Uh, there will be a rankings release, and we'll react, and we'll. We'll see how things stack up. Could look very different come next rankings uh, with, with LSU Bama this weekend, 2.30 Central on CBS. Continue to keep it locked on Go 24-7 for all your coverage leading up to that one. Uh, but for now, guys, we're going to sign off. Hope you guys have a great rest of the week and are enjoying our coverage leading up to LSU Alabama this weekend. So thanks for listening, guys, and uh, have a great week.